impacts in the day. I think we're going to do a great job. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Modern Man Podcast. We are here on a mission to connect men in pursuit of their potential. We do that by embracing discomfort, cultivating community, and putting wind in each other's sails. And while we're putting wind in each other's sails, I'm going to ask for a little wind from you guys and hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with a friend so you can help this podcast keep going. Now, let's get that breeze from our guest today. I'm so excited to hear from Ian Lobos, high-level personal performance and Evolvement coach, founder of Men on Purpose. Ian, man, thanks so much for being here today, brother. Thanks, dude. Real pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just as we get started, I, I love giving the stage to the guest really quick so they can get acquainted with the audience, right? Sure. For the people listening, for the people watching, uh, really quick, let them know a little bit of your backstory, who you are, what you do, and then we can kind of hop into the episode. Yeah, I mean, like I, the minute, the minute backstory is. I've been chasing money as my identity for a very long time. I had been mm -hmm. in different businesses with my, with my dad. Then I had a real estate company and I was making big money, which justified my value to the world yet misaligned the entire time mm. and in constant resistance because I knew I wasn't aligned and I knew I wasn't the most authentic me possible and the regret built and the regret built and the resentment built and the pain built and the fear built and the time went on and I realized I got to make a change here. And that, also coincided with my wife saying, Hey, you may, you have to make a change or I have to go. And my daughter was almost one. And I realized that I had become a guy that money solved the problems. And so I started building a coaching business after what I was doing to, to write my ship, to turn myself, to course correct me and evolve the human me. So what I do now is I believe in this concept, life grows to the extent that you do. Every mm. single thing in your life, the results you have are all based off of the formula that you are running. And if you do not have the life that you want, it is 100% up to you and is 100% because of your formula. So I created this company, Men on Purpose. I mean, technically somebody created Men on Purpose before me. I bought it from them. It was nothing. It was just a name. Um, and I created this amazing platform where men can come and they can get that support and structure that they need to live this beautifully aligned, authentic, fulfilling, sustainable life and yeah. not live with regrets. Yeah, man, that's so huge because so many of us, the guys listening, they probably, they, man, there's this tiger in us, bro. Yeah. There's this, there's this thing in us that wants to run, that wants to, to, to just hunt and 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 take on the world but the problem is if we don't if we don't hone that in if we don't aim it if we don't manage it i'm not saying compress it right no 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 i'm saying if we don't manage it and aim yeah. it we we could end up hurting those the closest to us we can get tunnel vision into uh, the wrong thing like you mentioned using money to build that value and some of those closest to us we think we're giving them what they need by giving them money or giving, uh, I provide what else they, provide, need? Yeah. They, they need us talk about, uh, I want to go to that time, that moment you realized, okay, something needs to change. Right. And I think in, in your bio is kind of like that moment you look in the mirror. And I think a lot of guys have been there. Sometimes we avoid that mirror. We don't look at it for so long. We sure. keep our head down and do what we do. But when we stop, and we look in the mirror and we really look at who's looking back at us. What was it like being in that moment where like, crap, I don't like who I see, bro. Every day I wake up and go, is this really it? Like, mm -hmm. so my bank account's full. I'm, I'm freaking miserable. Like this can't be it. 
this can't be it. And I remember one day I was putting on a tie and, uh, which by the way, I threw all of them out. I mean, I donated them to a goodwill. Like I, they're all gone. I don't have suits, ties, no dress clothes, nothing. Um, and I'm like, this isn't the life that I want. And my brain said, you're too, in, you're in too deep. It's too late for you. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're against me too. Like my other side of my brain's against me too. Yeah. And then I think that the, the, one of the really big turning points was when my wife said to me, are you really the model of a man that you want your daughter to attract into her life one day if she chooses to? Bro. And it, I mean, it's powerful. Dude. It's still, yeah. it still, it still chokes me up a little bit today thinking about that. And I was like, no, I'm not. And she goes, then you need to show her different. You need to be different. And I realized that I was just running so fast toward this, you know, quote unquote success and this passive income and this, the kind of BS, like, like, uh, you know, agenda that a lot of people had. And I realized that my whole life, that I, I, my, my life that I was living was just wasn't mine. Mm. And so with that statement from my wife, I just, she was like, what are you so scared of? And I said, you know, I guess real estate's safe. I mean, I can do it really well. I make a lot of money and, and maybe you're not supposed to be truly happy. Maybe you're, maybe this is, maybe there's sacrifices you're supposed to make to, to live the life you want. If you want these vacations and if we want those cars and if we want to be able to buy real estate and have this passive income, this magic someday, somehow, somewhere, somewhere, like I got to do this. And she's like, I don't, I don't think so. My wife has always been a course corrector and a voice of, of honesty, not reason, honesty. Mm. And that's based on the relationship that we've created. Now, I can't tell you that I haven't been an absolute asshole sometimes. Um, frankly, a lot of times when I was, you know, like 10 years ago and you know, man, I, I, I really think the more I look at it, I think it was that moment that was like, are you the man that you know you're capable of being, or mm -hmm. are you allowing yourself to sit in this, you know, cycle and, and look across the gap of the Canyon that is your current life to the future, the life, you know, is possible. Are you okay sitting in a lawn chair over here, complaining and getting pissed off? You're going to cost us a marriage. Your friends aren't, don't, aren't going to like you. Your health is suffering yet. You're still sitting there in this lawn chair, looking across the Canyon going, I know that's possible. I just don't know how to do it. And I'm afraid that if I leave this and I fail at that, then I'll be a total loser. Mm, what was I, it that I literally the future, the, the possible life that you know is there that, you know, you're capable of living. If you just stepped out of your own way for one second mm. and said, I know there's a different way to do this. I know if I show up like this to my wife and I continue to do it, what's probable is I'm going to get divorced. What's inevitable if I don't get divorced is that I'm going to live a, a, a loveless, emotionless, you know, intimacy list marriage. And my children are going to watch that. And I'm going to have wasted this relationship. And I'm also going to have wasted the ability to be a model for my children. I'm going to perpetuate the same thing. If I don't move out of my way, you yeah. know, my guys, they come to mental purpose and they do coaching with me, especially the private coaching. Like there is no blame. There is no victim. There is no nothing except for you. And I think if you can change your mindset to take everything on in your life as your responsibility, and you can form new mindset habits and skills around that, dude, you, you, I'm not saying it's all your responsibility. I'm saying, what if you had a mindset around that? What would yeah. your life become quickly? And so 
Just think about that. Most men know that this future is possible. They know that this other life, one where they, you know, buy a freaking business in Costa Rica and they teach surfing lessons and they're just happy, Bro. You know, they, right? They get <laughs> off the, the, the treadmill yet they sit over here and the money makes it sweeter, right? It's, it's a pile of crap with a candy coated shell. It's yeah. sweeter. Yeah. And now guess what? Like without the cash flow. Now I got to deal with my problems. I can't go, Hey honey, I know, I know I was a dick this week. Let's go take a vacation. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you can't, you can, you've got a deal. And I think that was one of the scariest things that I was worried about is, uh, you know, if I'm not making the type of money I have to make, I actually have to face me, the me I've become. Do you think the money actually worked as a crutch in terms of solving those problems? Because I mean, I used to laugh and joke about, you know, Hey, if, if, uh, if I don't know how to change my oil, but I have the money to get an oil change, it's not a problem. I just pay to get it fixed. Right. But right. kind of like how it was funny. My wife and I had this discussion, um, about kind of like natural selection and artificial select artificial selection and like technology has it made us weak. And kind of, we referenced the movie Wally where they're all kind of like pudgy and like, because oh, yeah, of all yeah. the technology. Right. But do you think the access to money to solve your problems ended up working as a crutch. Like you mentioned, you're like, Oh, you know, like, let's just go on vacation or let's just throw money at it. And that kind of keeps the thing coasting along, but it almost kind of, it's almost like kind of cleaning your room really quick and putting all the stuff under the bed. Like, yeah, the room the looks clean. Yeah. Like yeah. the room looks clean, but it's not really clean. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's comfort. It buys comfort. So like if you, you know, and let's say, let's say you're going to face something really hard, like a divorce. I, I have tons of guys that have come to me and said, Hey man, you know, like I thought divorce would be easy because I'll just pay my ex-wife and then I could go kind of, you know, I could go get my own cool ass apartment and I could go, uh, and I could go hang with other girls and I could go drinking and I don't have anybody telling me what to do. And I can hire a cleaning lady that she comes in and I go, yeah, that's great until that new shiny wears off. And you realize that inevitably you're going to have to face yourself one day. Yeah. You're going to have to own it. And don't you want to own it now when you have the opportunity to course correct versus at 85 years old, when your whole life pretty much has gone by and you got nothing left, but to sit and wait for death, which is basically your release. Mm -hmm. And so money, money is money buys the comfort money buys time money buys, um, options. Now yeah. money also buys options in a, in a positive sense too. Yeah. I think in those cases, what you and I are encouraging men to do is we're encouraging men to step out of their own way, take their problems on, get to know their feminine side, learn about their emotions, tackle their challenges and their traumas and their conditions from the past and mom and dad and all that clear their past and own their future. Like that's mm -hmm. what we're asking them to do. you got to, the only way you do that is by stepping in front of the mirror and going, okay. Yeah. All right. Got to do, do this. Yeah. Got to do, do the work. work. All right. Yeah. I, I want to talk about the concept and I love how you put it into becoming a blank canvas, right? Cause you're kind of talking about that. Right. And, yeah. and man, and I've said it before on the podcast, the old you has to die in order for the new you to live. And yeah. it's so scary for some of us because sure, you're like, man, this, this job is comfortable. I, I know what I'm doing in this job. Here's the other thing. I'm respected in my job. Yeah. I come home. It's not the same. You know, like I go to work and I'm in a position of leadership and, and people look up to me, but I come home and you know, the, the kid doesn't care who I am. They just want their snack and there's poop on the diaper. And, and my wife is, so a lot of people lean into, cause like, man, work is where I got it figured out. So right. why let that go? Right. 
Talk about that blank canvas, man. And and how that gives us, when we lean into that, that gives us kind of, you know, the world is our oyster. The opportunities are endless. Yeah, dude. What, what, what I'm doing as a mission for the world is I'm creating irreplaceable men Mm. and at work you are replaceable. I don't care what your job is. You're probably replaceable. Let's, let's just say, let's, let's give it a probably let's give it a 90% chance that you are because the guy that you described whose identity is wrapped up in the work family who puts in all the time and effort at work because he's, he's valued, justified, approved of, appreciated, not taken for granted, all, name them yeah. all the positive, you know, affirmations. And this is what these guys are dealing with is that if they don't turn and face the at home, by clearing out their old programs, right? Everything I run in, in mental purpose world is a, is in a formulaic fashion because I don't want guys to come in and go, all right, I'm ready to make changes. And two weeks later they go, man, I feel like this is working. And an hour later, when some stuff happens from the external, right? We need to own our internal. When the external world pushes down on you and they go, Hey, Ian, I feel like this isn't working. And I go, what happened in an hour? <laughs> and that was what I was dealing with way back when I started like deep level personal development, trauma work, uh, psychology work, brain wiring. Like I wanted to know that personal development could be quantifiable and measurable so that these men who are afraid to leave that soft, you know, cushy approved world in the, in the professional sense and actually open up this thing that's possible in their personal life because they now know and they're seeing the regrets that they will inevitably face or the pain or the fear or the, I can't go back and my kid freaking hates me and they're 22 years old or whatever it might be. Mm. Like there isn't, there isn't a, there isn't like a total, total elimination. You can't let it all go and it'll never come back again. It, it, it was programmed for 30 years. It built habits for 30 plus years, 20 years, whatever it might be. So it's not going to just go away that easily. You have to compound habits on top of it, which then start to tip the balance. Right. And, and those habits and those behaviors and attitude and the language you have, that has to be geared towards where, you know, you want to go. And I think most guys just don't know where they're going. They, they don't have a mission or a vision for their lives. They just don't understand the North star. And there's so many guys I talk to, they're like, man, I'm crushing it, buying real estate to get myself financially free so I can have passive income and I can just like live my life. And I'm like, well, but what about now? What about like going home and putting your phone down for like 20 minutes with your kids? What about now? Cause when you get that financial freedom, you will have the same habits you've always had. So you'll have the same results because that's a formula, right? It's a mm-hmm. formula. And at that moment that you have financial freedom and you quit your job and you pay your car off and your house off and you're sitting there going, this is what I work for. You will now have just more time to stew and suffer inside of you because you haven't done the work in you. You've done all this external work. If you want true freedom, real freedom, like freedom from internal restriction and constraint, you have to do the work on you. And it is, it takes courage and it takes confidence and clarity and it takes dedication and it takes perseverance. And I think the number one thing that guys need to realize to start a process like this is that they're actually worth it. Cause nice. that was something that I never thought, man. Like I, I was like, I mean, what, well, maybe I'm just a cog in the wheel. I'm right? just supposed to provide, like, I'm just this, honestly, I, I used to call myself bitch boy. I'm like, bitch boy, I'll go out and make more money. Don't worry about breaking your car. Like, 
Ditch boy will go out and make more money. Yeah, I got this. I got this. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. And I think guys in their jobs have this identity and the money brings an identity and, and all it's really doing or mostly what it's doing is it's shielding from this authentic identity that is just dying to come out. Yeah. That I think men have an obligation to this world and to their families, especially to do the work on themselves, to get that authentic them out so that the world can experience it because yeah. most guys are on a selfish path, super <sighs> selfish path. Man, it's like, uh, I, I see, um, I mean, this, when folks are watching this and listening to this, whatever it might be, I believe this, you know, this comes out November, December, we're recording this right around Halloween. So there's a lot of those posts on social. Have you seen the posts of like the family and it's like the kids and they're all like money and the dad is ATM and <laughs> the dad's dressed up as an ATM for Halloween and all the kids oh, are like oh, money yeah, yeah. and the kids are like money and the, and the mom is sitting there money. But the dad has like this like serious look on his face and like, yeah. and the post like shows the, the, the picture and it zooms in on the dad's face and, <laughs> and like the caption is like, that's not a costume for this dude. This is his reality. This right. Is reality. Yeah. And reality. the unfortunate thing is I think a lot of guys uh, take that identity as, you know, if I don't provide, am I worth loving? Yeah, if totally. I don't, if I don't have the money to fix this or this, that, the other thing, you know, where is my value if it's not in this? Right. And sure. with our, that hunger and that, and that, you know, maybe that desire and that ambition that some of us really kind of have, you know, we kind of use that to push into that identity of providing. But one thing I like that you put down is the non-negotiable pursuit of personal interests. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that might be more so what we're hungry for, right? Yeah. It's not so much the respect at work or so much the, 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 the financial payout. It's, I think it's more of the fulfillment and recognition into the pursuit of the things we love. So talk a little bit about that, that non-negotiable pursuit of our personal interests and how that works. Cause I found that really interesting, right? Cause yeah. you're, you're talking about, you know, how can I show up as the best husband, best father, best friend. And then part of that is non-negotiable pursuit of my personal interests. Yeah. Most of the guys that I run into over the last like eight years that I've been coaching men, and I've coached a lot of women too, is that they pretend like they like certain things that they authentically do not like. And I think there's a big difference between the natural self and the authentic self. The natural self is the one that comes up automatically and people go, I'm naturally loud. I'm naturally X. I'm naturally Y. Then they bring their culture in. Then they bring their ethnicity in. Then they bring their neighborhood and their state and their city in. Now, all of a sudden you're like, well, look, I'm a Sicilian guy from New Jersey. This is just how we go. Like what? Yeah. What is that? We talking about, I know plenty of Sicilian guys from New Jersey that don't act like that. What are you talking about? Right? Exactly. So the thing that I find is that most men who are high level providers and achievers, they're actually in a habit and this formation pattern of putting everybody before them, except it's candy coated again by when they go, well, it's not, you know, I love playing golf. I play golf every weekend or, you know, my buddies and I go on these trips to Vegas, but really the trip away, the trip away is a time to booze and just get into trouble and spend money and disconnect and escape and avoid. Pacify. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and the, and the stuff that I'm talking about 
like personal interest wise is actually getting to know you and what you really like and not being afraid to tell your buddies like, yo guys, I, golf doesn't serve me anymore. Like I did. And my buddies were like, golf doesn't, what are you talking about? You're a <laughs> business guy. You got to play golf. And I'm like, I'm not a business guy. I'm a realtor. I don't need to play <laughs> golf, bro. Like, yeah, come on, get out of here. We need to play golf. And so when you understand who you are and you give yourself that permission to say, I'm worth spending time on, I'm worth saying, Hey, I like to go out into the woods and just camp by myself. And most guys won't do that because most guys don't want to be by themselves. Right. <laughs> I have this thing that I created called the walkabout weekend. And I'll, I'll, if you're, if your um, audience members want it, like they can, they can DM me or they can shoot me an email and we're a team's wrapping it up right now. So what it is, is it's four different levels. One is like luxury. You go away for the weekend, you put a structure together, you spend the weekend on you. There's no business BS. There's no emails. You can watch TV. You can, whatever serves you best. And we just get into the habit. Right. Mm. And then there's one that's primitive. And I like the primitive one. Cause you go out and you're peeing in a you know side of the road or something and you're camping in your car, like primitive. Yeah. And, and one of the, one of the things guys will say to me is like, man, I, I love the structure of this. My wife won't let me go. And I go, great. There's your answer. You don't have a relationship because you're not the man yet in that relationship. Not the man, mm. the man, the you, you're not the guy, the person that your wife trusts enough because your communication sucks, right? Everything's a formula, yeah. right? You got yeah. a result. I can tell you the formula that doesn't work. And we can tell you the formula that does work for the new result. So like you're the guy. So if you want to sp start spending time on yourself, you got to have the, the relationship that works where your wife goes, Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Take more time away from the family for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where she respects yeah. it versus is angry at you on it. Man, I so, just talked about that with a buddy of mine. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I, was, no, go ahead. Uh, I just moved to a new city about a year ago and first few weeks, about a month or so in it, I was, you know, in a new city. I don't have my network. I'm an hour and a half away from a place that I lived for eight right. years. Right. And my wife's love language is quality time. Yeah. So she literally was just like, it kills me to say this, but I think you should take a trip, go see your friends. Like just spend the weekend, go down, go. Yeah. Like she, she suggested I go, you know, because she's like, hey, I know you need this right yeah. now. I know how selfless that was of her because she would rather spend every minute with me. But she's like, for you to be the person I know you want to be and for you to be the person that I love, you need to go for the weekend. Yeah, I agree. And though it's a sacrifice, she allowed me to do that. And I mean, that's so huge that you said that because I do think a lot of guys have like, oh, my wife won't let me go or sure. I, I can't take this time or how many guys I've noticed so many guys being um, isolated. Yeah. Right? They don't have a network. They don't have a group of friends. They don't have anyone that they can really have a deep, intimate relationship with outside of their marriage, you know, sure. another guy to connect with. And that ends up leading them to feeling like they're on an island. Yeah. How do we, how do we start finding those relationships? How do we kind of like kind of what you mentioned, how do we become the guy in our relationship? How do we come become the guy to get that? Hey babe, maybe you should go. Yeah. Slow down. Stop doing so much. Stop being so busy. You're not that busy. You're not that important. Stop being mm -hmm. so busy. Best advice I ever got from a coach, man. Slow the F down. He was so, it was so, I was so annoyed by it at the time. <laughs> it was, I'm telling you, it was one of the best pieces of advice because 
Guys are running so fast towards this goal that, by the way, is not authentic most of the time. It's a goal that that they think will get them to a certain place or a certain feeling. And that feeling is fleeting, especially when the outside world presses on you. And they are running not only toward this thing so fast, they are running from this monster chasing them. Right. They're running. They're, they're just monster is just just like toward and from you're running from this monster and toward this thing that you think will be safety and you think will be here and think it's just not, it doesn't, it doesn't calculate. It doesn't, doesn't work like that. The best thing you can do is slow down. Slowing down means you got to face some things. You got to face some feelings. You can't run from that anxiety. It's coming up for a reason. You can't run from that panic or that depression that's coming up when you slow down and you're, you know, like I'm, I'm here alone this week with my, my family's back East and like, I woke up this morning with some anxiety mm. and I think the old me would be like, okay, let's, uh, let's get rid of this quick. And the, and the evolved version of me is going, what's this about? Mm. What are you trying to tell me? I got you. I'm here. Okay. What do you want to tell me? What, what am I supposed to learn from this? What's, 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 what's the resistance inside that I can't pinpoint in this moment? What is this telling me? And when you slow down enough, you can think about and you can process through the things that you've been running from for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you have an alcohol problem or if you have a gambling problem or if you have an overworking problem, you can slow down enough to go, hey, I have these. By the way, alcoholism, regardless of what anybody says, you can write to me, mentalpurposepodcast at gmail.com. I'll, I'll have this conversation all day long. Yeah. Like alcoholism, gambling, sex, workaholism is the result of what you're running from, period. You, you form something from that. Maybe a disease forms from that. Like I come from a long line of alcoholics. I'm not an alcoholic. My dad's been an A for like nine, 10 years. I'm not an alcoholic. So is it, is, is it a genetic disease? Not in my, not in my world. It's a choice for me. Mm-hmm. Could I have an addictive personality? Could I go crazy on it? Absolutely. That's also a choice. So that is the result of, and I learned that from my dad. My dad was alcohol and work, alcohol and work, alcohol and work. And it wasn't because my dad was an alcoholic or was, was chasing this like crazy dream that kept moving this goalpost. It was because his mom passed away when he was 11 years old and he never processed that shit. And yeah. honestly, this whole life, alcohol and work or how he ran away from it and how he got, he got, you know, free temporarily from it until the monster caught back up. And then you go back into your cycle. And then 50 years of that cycle, he said one day, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to end this cycle. I have to, I'm going to end the cycle. Mm-hmm. And slowing down means you got to face your stuff. You got to turn around and show up to the monster face to face and say, you know what? I'm not going to run from you, from you anymore because running from this monster is taking me off course. I'm not authentic. I'm not feeling like the real me. I don't know who I am. I don't like my life. My Instagram looks really freaking good. <laughs> I, when I go to sleep at night, am like, damn, man, how am I going to keep doing this? How am I going to keep this up? And that's a problem. And if you're feeling that resistance every day, you got to slow down and start facing those monsters that you've been running from. It's just that simple. And you need a structure to be able to do that. Like don't go at it alone. And the yeah. other part that you asked me is you, 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 you come to organizations like mine or yours. Like I have a movement started as a thousand people in the mental purpose community on, on Facebook. Nice. And, and it's a, it's a place where you can, come and you can feel safe to speak about the things that you're dealing with, which by the way, there's only 10 things that every guy's dealing with. They're all the same. 
it's just a story that we tell ourselves that seems different, but they're all the same. It's all, yeah. I want to be loved. I want to be liked. I don't want to look stupid. I, you know, I want to be appreciated, approved of whatever. It's all the same. Yeah. It's just a different story. Yeah. We, we, uh, we put different spins on it, but, and I yeah. say, it's like, we, we always think our problems are our own. And, and a lot of times what, what happens, especially with men being so isolated, we, we circle around thinking that our problems are our own. And, and what I found in our community with modern man or whatnot is even if you just say what your problem is and someone's like, yeah, I've been there, it doesn't yeah. solve it. But the fact that you know, you're not alone, you're just like, all right, bet. Cool. Totally. Yeah, I'm not alone on this. All right. Oh, it, like it takes a little bit of that. Changes weight the off. game a little. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. So maybe there's not something wrong with me. Maybe it's right. not just me. Maybe this is just, okay, something that I need to navigate. Someone else has to navigate through it. And then we find somebody else who's been able to navigate it, much like you sharing your story of, you know, getting to that point in the mirror. There's probably a lot of guys there who are on the brink of it. Or sure. even I'll be transparent myself knowing, um, and it was on the early stages of modern man. I had the wedding coming up with my wife. I had the virtual conference coming up and I'm stressed. I'm doing this. And I just remember looking at my wife, like this is not sustainable. Right. You know, right. And, and I still apologize to the group of modern man. We haven't had a live conference uh, for a little while, but again, it's, it's because I had to slow down. Right. Yeah. The intentions to have another conference, but I'm not going to rush that conference. I'm not going to rush that next thing because what's important is me making sure that I'm the man that I can be while doing this podcast, while doing that conference. Cause if I were to do the conference right now, Ian, I'm going to give him half of Ted. Yeah. Agreed. I understand that totally. Maybe a quarter of Ted. So when the conference comes, just know that you're going to get hundred percent Ted. Uh, I want to make sure that the, I, I want to make sure that the audience and the folks listening can get hundred percent Ian, man. I want to make sure that this 30 minute podcast is not just their exposure to you. I sure. want them to follow your social. I want them to see more of your work. The movement you have going on is amazing. Clearly I support it. 100% Thanks, man. love what you're doing, brother. How can people follow you, support you and, and get in touch with you? Yeah. Menonpurpose.net is our main site for everything men on purpose. You can find the men on purpose podcast there, which is also on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you download podcasts. Um, and geez, yeah. Menonpurpose.net. And then I'm on Instagram at ian.lobos, TikTok, ian.lobos, L-O-B-A-S. Um, and then Facebook is just my personal, so you can connect with me however you want. It's, it's yeah. super easy. And, and my, my goal is to just make personal development easy and simple. And like, when you say, I want this and you do this and you don't get it, then you can't turn around and blame anybody. You can't turn around and say, it didn't work. Like, cause I got a spotlight on you saying you didn't work it. And then you can't <laughs> run from that. Yeah. Cause I have this, I have a four phase, four phase system, which is our main formula, which is called the purpose driven formula, which is illuminate, eliminate, calibrate, accelerate, mm. no more hustle and grind, illuminate, shine the light on everything, right? Can't turn anywhere where you're not shot. You're not lit. Eliminate, get rid of the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. Calibrate in the stuff that does acceleration happens naturally, which means no more hustling grind, no more of that junk overworking, working 12 hours, working the weekend. None of that. You're going to cut out all the things that don't serve the goal and the results you want for your life. And you're going to be confident at that, clear on that and have courage to actually take action on it. Nice. It's it. It's it. Like it's so, it's so simple. Yeah. And I obsess about, I obsess about how to empower 10 million men to free themselves of internal restriction and constraint. Like that's the mission. Mm -hmm. That's oh, the yeah. mission. 
Man, I, I'm happy to to help put wind in your sails to make that mission to fruition because um, I, I definitely think the world would be a better place with those irreplaceable men that you're so focused on building. Last question, um, and, and, I, and I'm going to recap some of the, the the gems you left along the way. Uh, this is a little bit of a heavy one. I always finish the podcast with, uh, you know, what's something that's happened in your life or something you've seen in your life that shapes the way you view the world as a man? Hmm. Um, man, there's, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly think that watching my, so by the way, the way that I know where to go is because I'm so clear inside that I can, I can get that gut feeling and it directs me. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling that to the guys who are listening, because if you don't have that and you don't trust your gut, like you're clogged up and we got to free up. So the way that I know which way to go is the gut feeling. And the gut feeling is honestly watching my, watching my dad work on himself at, you know, 60 years old, 58 years old. And in these patterns that were, you know, 40, 50 years solid, deep. Yeah. And do that knowing that he knows that I'm watching him and that my kids are watching him. And to take that level of responsibility severely motivated me to make sure that I was showing up as the best version of me, the best model of a man on purpose that I could be. So I would say like the challenges that my dad's gone through have, um, well, with business and alcohol and stuff like that, I think that's definitely um, been a massive motivating factor for me to be uh, the man I am, the father I am, the husband I am, the leader I am, and to build a business that I actually align with and love versus a business that just generates a ton of cash. Yeah. And you can have both. You can have both. I love that. I love that, man. Ian, this has been an absolutely awesome episode. And something tells me like, I'm going to have to have you back on at some point in time. Would love to do some work with you in the future because I know you have the events and all that. So I definitely hope that the audience guys follow this man, (laughs) pour into this man because (laughs) he's crushing it and he is sharing so much with the world. I'm going to share some of the, uh, the, the, the gems you left along the way. Cause I know a lot of people watching or listening, they might be cleaning, riding the bike or, or driving down the road while, while listening. And, uh, Life grows uh, to the to the extent of which you do. Uh, my 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 social posts all end with hashtag Let's Grow. Um, yeah. One of the things we say a lot on this podcast is you know increasing our capacity. Right, mm-hmm. the fifty dollar problem I had when I first got out of college sucked. The fifty dollar problem I have today is still a fifty dollar problem, but my ability sure. to face it is completely different. So we need yeah. to increase our capacity in life. Um, this isn't the life that I want, bro. I think, I mean, you just harped on something so many of us feel at some point <laughs> in, our, in, in our lives. And, and if that is something that you're feeling, you know, how do we craft? How do we start leaning into that life that we actually do want? Uh, model of a man, uh, for anyone who is a father, um, if you have a daughter, you are going to be the model of the man that she's going to fall in love with. If you have a son, you are going to be the model of the man uh, of which that son might aspire to and try and become. So keep that in mind for, for those fathers. I don't mean to put that weight on your shoulders, but it was already there. <laughs> it's I already there. You know, I just let you know that it was there. Um, voice of honesty. That was huge, bro. A lot of us don't listen to our wives. I, I was guilty at that, of that for a while, but being able to sit down in the discomfort. And I'm going to call it discomfort because sometimes you got to check your ego, check your ego at the door and listen to what your wife is telling you. Cause she knows you 
<laughs> you, she's the second best person in the world that knows you. The first is probably you because you're with yourself she all the time. She knew better than me. And she now, knew better than me. Exactly, because yeah. it's sometimes hard to see the forest when you're among the trees, right? Yeah. Um, dealing with your problems, right? And and what money buys might buy comfort, it might buy decisions or options, it might buy uh, the solution to your problems, but it also will sometimes block you from facing and dealing with your problems and becoming an irreplaceable man, bro. That was huge, right? Yeah. You're, sure, your family might want the money, your family might need the, the providing and, and, and all that support or whatnot, but they can, they only get one, one father, one husband, right? That's, that's what your family needs. And that's what can't be replaced. You lose your job. You you were to pass away or something happens. Your job will replace you within a few weeks, but what can't be replaced is you in that home and and those relationships that you have with the people you love. Uh, Where are you going? Having that purpose, bro, you left a lot of, of gems. I'm hoping (laughs) that I'm not, (laughs) you know, I'm sorry, but I had to share these man at personal of of who you are, right? Those personal interests, it it identifies who we are instead of the prescribed versions of who we might be. And then spending the weekend on you and slowing down because you're not that busy. Slow down, face your problems, find out what this is all about. And then become the irreplaceable man that I know you all can be guys. Thank you so much, Ian, man. Amazing episode. Appreciate you, brother. And to the listeners, the viewers, man, we appreciate you guys making it all the way to the end with us. As always, I'm going to ask that you share this with a friend, you know, we'll get some value from it. Leave us a rating. That's, that's truly the best. uh, One of the best things you could do for us. It takes two seconds. Let us know how we're doing. And it's also how you can help us improve and serve you better. If there's anything you would like to see us tweak here on the, on the podcast, And as always, hit that subscribe button so you can get a new episode each and every single week. It would be an honor to keep serving you guys. With that being said, as we always say at the end, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. But you can't get the pleasure without first the pain. Let's grow. 